Welcome to episode four of the Spectrum Lounge, where we talk to creatives of color disrupting and changing the game in TV, film, and pop culture. Host Rebecca Theodore Vachon speaks with actor Louis Tan, who makes his debut on season three of the AMC hit series Into the Badlands, and will be featured in Deadpool 2 as Shatterstar. Lewis shares his experiences on his two upcoming roles and his views on Asian American representation in Hollywood. Take a listen. This is Lewis Tan, actor and martial artist extraordinaire. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Lewis. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. So tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, well, I'm calling from Dublin, Ireland, and uh, it's my last, uh, I got three days left here, uh-huh. just wrapping up a nine-month shoot. It's the longest I have ever shot uh, one project before, and most people on this set, they said it was the longest that they've ever shot one project before, so, you know, it was a battle, but we're almost done. Wow. Yeah, so tell us the show that you're shooting. Yeah, Into the Badlands, season three. Yes. Um, the epic end-all, be-all blowout of, uh, of of Into the Badlands, trying to top the last two seasons. So we've been uh, putting together just crazy fight sequences and, and really intense story arcs, and, you know, it's been a challenge, but um, it's it's going to be the best season that we've ever had, you know? Oh, great. So um, what? who is your character? And tell us a little bit about who he is. Yeah, I play a character named Gaius Chow, and basically he's uh, Baron Chow's brother. And um, the first time you meet him, which I'm just going to spoil alert, it's right. going to be episode four. So Yay. people are tweeting and, and trying to say, like, where are you and getting all mad? So I'm just going to mm-hmm. tell them, everybody right now, episode four, that's when uh, you you first meet Gaius. And um, basically he's he's been in jail for a long time because he was uh, caught setting cogs free. So he's kind of a freedom fighter. He's a warrior, and um, he's been under this tyranny of his of his family, and um, they're they, they've abused him, and they've uh, he's seen a lot of a lot of stuff that he doesn't agree with. So he's so so he's been locked in jail, and his sister has to set him free in order to uh, to hire him to help assassinate someone, and mm-hmm. that's the beginning of his story. But you're gonna see a lot of his background with the family, with the Chow family, which I think is really cool, and um, how Gaius actually relates to a lot of the characters that are already on the show. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah, you know what, I would love for you to tell people, because I just find this is amazing, like what kind of led you to being on Into the Badlands? I kinda know, but I want you to tell everybody. Okay, well. <laughs> See now, now that's funny because you have a piece of that. Yes, <laughs> you, have, you have a piece in this history. Okay. Um, well, okay. So there was um, after Iron Fist, after the critical, you know, acclaim of of uh, of of my character on Iron Fist and and the controversy and the hype that it got. Um, from what I understand, Latoya Morgan, mm-hmm. who you know, um, yes. amazing writer, she was in the writers' room and she brought my name up to Al Go, who is the showrunner. Al Go then looked me up and he was checking out my work on Iron Fist and what I've done previously and um, you know, he liked what he liked what he saw, so he reached out to me on Twitter. Now at the same time that was happening, mm-hmm. <laughs> a good friend of mine, um, Rebecca, started this <laughs> hashtag, right? 
uh, what was it, Baron of Thirst Traps? Yes, Baron of <laughs> Thirst Traps. Yes. <laughs> is, is that what it was exactly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was going on while the show was happening. And now, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm aware of the show because it, it has to do with martial arts and, and it's a very diverse show. And it's, you know, it's it's something that I'm interested in mm-hmm. um, from from a long time ago. So, you know, I've, I've, I've always had it on my radar. I've always known that it would be a good fit. Mm. And uh, both of those things happened at the same time. And Al reached out to me and was like, look, we, we would love to have you on the show. You know, we're big fans. And um, I'm like, I'm a big fan too of, of, of Andy Chang, of, of Daniel, of Master Didi. I would love to work with these martial art legends. And um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it's the perfect platform for me at this time. So uh, everything came together as fate. Mm. And, um, you know, Twitter asked for it. And... Uh, Boom, here it is. Yeah. Hearing that story, just like, you know, some people are like, oh, it's just Twitter. I'm like, it's never just Twitter. No. No. You know what? It's such Uh a powerful tool nowadays, I think, to connect people. And, you know, look, you got to be hustling and you have to have, you have to be putting time into this. And I think I talked to, I I was talking to some of my other cast members about it. And timing is very important in this industry. And everyone's kind of like, oh, it was Iron Fist. But what they don't understand is, I was I was testing for roles for the last two or three years, big roles, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't want to go over the list of them, but you know, for for major films right. as leads, and um, I was getting close, and each time I was getting closer and closer. So, you know, it was kind of a timing thing, and everything just kind of hit at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe I, I don't believe in um, in coincidence. I think things happen for a reason, and um, I think I I the jobs that I didn't get happened for a reason mm-hmm. and 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 I've I've came out stronger and and I've looked back on a lot of these jobs and I'm 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 happy of how things have played out and I think into the Badlands was was just a perfect fit at the perfect time mm-hmm. so um yeah I'm very very happy for it right so what kind of what kind of training and preparation did you have to do for for your character on into the Badlands well Rebecca you know I stay training <laughs> I always stay training. So I'm in the gym six days a week right. at home. Right. And I'm I'm doing different martial arts, swords, uh, kickboxing, jujitsu. Um, mm-hmm. I train with Kaylin Deschelles, seven time world champion. Mm-hmm. She's my coach who you you know, who who everybody's seen um uh, in the videos that I always post. Yes. Um she's also one of Wonder Woman's stun doubles. Wow. Uh, one of the main stun doubles. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so you know, I, I train all the time with different people and different senseis and different masters and different styles because of one I enjoy it mm-hmm. it's like a, it's a it's a good workout it's a meditation for me I, I I need this type of uh activity in my life it makes me a calmer person it makes me more productive so mm-hmm. you know I'm 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 constantly training now specifically for Into the Badlands mm-hmm. I didn't get to do any um fight camp because all the other actors did a fight camp right but I couldn't make it on time f- for the fight camp due to my schedule so so yeah I didn't have any specific training but like I said, you know, I've, I've, I've been training 20 years. So it was kind of like, uh, just jump in. I had to kind of learn their way of doing the choreography. That's mm-hmm. what I had to learn that, that mm-hmm. was different. But as far as the, the moves, I mean, everyone's seen me with a katana, you know, I can use a katana really well. Right. Um, I can fight and I can move. So that's not a, that, that's not a problem. It's kind of learning how they choreograph and how they shoot and kind of adapting to their style that I had to kind of get on board with. Um, but it was easy. It was mm-hmm. easy. It, it fit. It fit really well, and I felt very comfortable. You know, obviously, I want to do my best work for these people because I, I look up to them. I mean, Andy Chang is like 
like family to me, Master Didi, who did, you know, who helped choreograph Kill Bill and The Matrix. Like these guys are, mm -hmm. these guys are the, the best in the game. Right. So this is, a, a, it's not only a great opportunity for me, but I want to honor them and, and, and have them be proud of what I do. So, mm -hmm. you know, I did my best work on the show. Great. So what's it like? Because I, I think Into the Badlands is one of the very few shows that has an Asian American lead um, with Daniel two. Wu. Oh, two. Yes. Um, <laughs> right. Um, so what was that like? And, and what is what was your um, working relationship with, with Daniel Wu like? Um, well, you know, Daniel's like a brother to me. I mean, we got pretty close while we were filming on set. It's interesting because Daniel is, is very, very honest. He's very blunt. Mm -hmm. and honest and he's worked really hard to get into the position that he's in so you know I have a lot of respect for Daniel and I, and, and I think that we've gone through a lot of similar things you know Daniel left he was from he's from the Bay Area he's from San Francisco he left to, and to go to Hong Kong and I think he was modeling in Hong Kong and I don't know the exact story but he got started doing some film work there mm -hmm. but he had to go and and, and become a, a movie star in Hong Kong to right. even get noticed here mm -hmm. in, in America so you know for me I had the opportunity to go to Hong Kong and to go to China and to do that, um, and I turned it down because I wanted to battle, I wanted to to break down that wall here in the States, mm -hmm. um, in American TV and, and 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 in American cinema. So, you know, we we took a different route, but but he knows, you know, very well the the trials and the tribulations that you're up against as a person of color, mm -hmm. especially as an Asian male trying to you know play leads. And heroes and and you know just anything that's not stereotypical um, Daniel Daniel knows what it's like so you know I have a lot of respect for him and um, I'm and I'm very grateful that he that he let me come on his show you know so mm -hmm. yeah he's a he's a he's an awesome guy very very fun to work with and um, he's he's funny he's witty he's he's lighthearted but he's also very honest and he takes his job very seriously so you know we're very similar in that regard Right. So do you feel that because I know this kind of uh, goes back to the Iron Fist controversy. Right. And I remember, you know, when it was in the heat <laughs> of the moment when people were um, kind of debating whether Danny Rand should be race bent. Right. And mm. there were some arguments I saw um, and some of them were from Asian American people, too, that said that. Um, making Danny Rand an Asian American martial artist would actually be falling into a trope like Asians and Asian Americans can do more than martial arts. So why should we race bend him? Like it, it would just be another stereotype. What, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I, the way that I look at it personally is actually, I was talking to Daniel about this the other day mm -hmm. because Daniel went out for, oh, I can't remember. He went out for, a big he went out for a big movie and when he got there there was all these other Asian dudes there mm -hmm. but they looked completely different like they, they was you know usually you get a character and it's kind of like you'll be around the same height or around the same age or the same type of look and then you'll be in the room auditioning against those actors but what Daniel was telling me is they just called any Asian actor in pretty much around that age you know age range and they were just all auditioning for the same role and Daniel thought it was so interesting and it's funny because, you know, martial arts is part of our culture. So to say that it's stereotyping someone that's, you know, a martial artist, it's just taking away an opportunity for me in my mind. But having said that, 
most of the stuff we're getting is stereotyped. So that's where the problem is. So if there was equal playing, it like like if we had equal representation in all the different types of roles, you wouldn't even, you know, you wouldn't ask twice. But then because most of the roles that we're getting are stereotypical and they are, you know, martial art roles or they're or they're, you know, playing like the fourth or fifth best friend type of deal. Mm. Um, then that's that, that's where people feel that way. But I, I embrace martial arts. That's part of my culture, and I love to play those roles. But that's not all I want to do, and that's not all that um, you know Asians have to to uh, to portray their stories. There's so much more. Mm. You know, it's endless. It's, it's endless, like everything else is endless, except that we don't get to show that. So you know, I don't like the idea of them taking away roles. Like for instance, when they when they uh, did the thing with Tilda Swinton. When the, you know, for the Oriental, for Doctor Strange, yes. and they said that they didn't want to stereotype a dragon lady, Asian lady, playing the the Grandmaster, you know, of the Oriental. Um, I thought that's silly. I think I think Michelle Yeoh would have smashed that part, and I think you know, there's a ton of other actresses that would have smashed that part, and it's just taken away an opportunity. Um, so it's like we can't even we can't even play the roles that <laughs> you know that are that is part of our culture. Hmm. So. Where does that leave us? You know what I mean? Right. Well, I know that the um, the trailer for Crazy Rich Asians dropped this week, and I was I've been really tr- I've been tracking this movie and just so excited about it. And the trailer looks amazing, and that kind of goes into what you're saying about just expanding like the images of how we see Asian and Asian Americans. Because I, I actually like the fact that it's an international cast that it's not just Asians or Asian Americans, but it's both. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I was just like, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, I can't remember the last time that I paid money money to go to a movie where the two leads were of Asian descent, like a like a romantic comedy. I'm I can't remember the last time I saw that. Yeah, I don't even know if I ever have, you know, except for, you know, foreign films Mm -hmm. like films that were, you know, made in China with with subtitles or Korean films or Japanese films, which I watched quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Crazy Rich Asians is one of is one of those examples that's going to be taking place in the future. It's a milestone. It's a it's an all Asian, you know, cast backed by a big studio. Mm. It's a romantic comedy. I haven't seen the film, so I don't know if the film is good or if the film is bad. But it represents a milestone in this changing landscape that's happening right now, and there's going to be more, and and that's it. You know, that's all we want. There's so many stories that we can tell, and that 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 we want to portray, and that we want to show. Um, it's just going to expand the world of of uh, of cinema and give mm-hmm. everybody a uh, true representation of themselves. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I, I mean, I I hope that it does well, and um, I hope it's a good film. Mm. Yeah, so, I don't. Th- I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like the whole thing with people comparing it to Black Panther and stuff like that. I don't think that that's fair or, or, uh, or appropriate. And mm-hmm. I don't actually. I don't even think that it's. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I think those are two completely standalone things. Mm-hmm. I think the milestone that Black Panther achieved, in my opinion, is is had had much more of an effect on cinema, including. Mm-hmm. Asian American cinema, and I think the movie itself was phenomenal. Um, with without even talking about what it did for the landscape, for the changing landscape, the movie itself was phenomenal. Right. So it really was a full package, and um, and yeah, I don't think it's fair to compare 
compare that with anything. I, 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 I think it should stand alone on its own and Crazy Rich Asians should stand alone on its own as well, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a rom-com and I was just like, uh, yeah. Black Panther is a comic book movie? I really wasn't sure. Like, I kind of understood what they were trying to say, but I right. think the execution in those tweets and discussions kind of missed the mark. <laughs> but, I mean, look, I tweeted yeah. about it too. It's like, mm-hmm. we that milestone is coming for the Asian American community. Mm-hmm. That milestone that type of milestone is coming. Yeah, uh, we don't have it yet. I don't think it's cra- it's with Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. and um, you know, uh, but we we will have it, mm-hmm. and it's coming in in the future. Yeah, and uh, I think that that's what people were kind of referring to, like, oh, where's where's our Black Panther? But it's not fair to say that. Right, and it takes away it takes away from what they're doing. So I don't like that. Well, I you know what was funny was like when they were saying that I'm like, well, if you and we've had this. I think a lot of people have been having this discussion online is that with the success of Black Panther, it could open the door to an Asian superhero movie with Namor. Right. Because we know in the comic books, mm-hmm. Namor and T'Challa are sort of like adversaries. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, you know, having watched the first Black Panther and specifically watching Infinity War, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Uh, when I finished watching Infinity War, I was like, oh, this leaves the door wide open to kind of have Namor, you know, enter the MCU. And I think a lot of people there, I know Keith Chow started a hashtag AA Namor, where people, <laughs> yeah, where people were just like, because, you know, I've read the comic books and I, growing up, I never thought Namor was white. If you look at his features, he looks Asian, you know what I mean? So I was like, that would be so cool to have you know, these two powerful monarchs, you know what I mean? A a black monarch and an Asian monarch that are kind of like, you know what I mean? Competing with each other or whatever. So I I, I kind of feel like Black Black Panther could open the door for that. Absolutely. I mean, Namor, I don't know actually too much about that character Namor, but Mm -hmm. um, I've seen, I've seen a lot of photos of him and stuff. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that that would be, that would be phenomenal. And, um, you know, I'm all about that. But yeah, I think I think Black Panther was revolutionary. I think I think it was revolutionary in many ways, and people are going to be talking about it for a really long time. And you know, I'm very grateful for that film. I enjoyed that film a lot. Right. Oh, so let's talk about your role in Deadpool two as Shatterstar. I'm mad at you, Lewis, because you told Why? me you were like last year. You were like, I'm working on a project heading to <laughs> Vancouver. I'm like, so what is it? And he was like. He was like, yeah, it's a comic book thing, but I can't tell you. And I was like, and it, I was just going through. I was like, wait, wh- who could he be playing? I can't. And like, out of all of the possible characters, I would have never guessed that they would have, number one, introduced Shatterstar into Deadpool and two, to race bend him. Because in the comics, you know, Shatterstar is blonde haired and white. You know what I mean? So I, I, I had tweeted that out last week. I was like, look at the irony. It's, it's like this whole debate about how you couldn't race bend Danny Rand to be Asian. And then Deadpool just too was just like, yeah, <laughs> hold my beer. How about we race bend Shatterstar? <laughs> you know, Deadpool gives zero shits. You know, they're crazy. So and uh, that's what makes Deadpool so amazing. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, look, me and you are friends. You know, if I could yeah. tell you, I would tell you. you of know? course. And, and you know what? The hardest part was being at Comic Con. I was at Comic Con in a room full of people, and they're like, "So, what do you, what do you got going on next, Lewis? I'm on stage, like doing a panel, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, like I literally have Shatterstar comic books in my backpack that wow. I just bought to do research on, you know, like X Force, yeah, and all that, because I, because I got to do some research on it, and I want to, you know, try to get involved with the character and. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a very complicated background, so I got all these books on him to try to 
try to figure it out. And um, yeah, I couldn't say anything then. So, you know, imagine how that felt. That was crazy. Yeah. No, it was a good secret. It was a great secret. So, t- <laughs> yeah. so tell us how you how you came across that role and what was the audition process like? Um, well, that's a little complicated too and it's 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 still I, I don't know how much I can talk about that specifically, okay. but I will say that um David Leach is the director. Um David Leach knows me and knows my my family. He's known me for some for some time. And uh, I think, you know, he kind of had me in mind for this. And, you know, one thing kind of led to another and, and, and it ended up working out. But I'm just, uh, like I said, I mean, I'm still kind of in shock that, that it even happened. And um, mm-hmm. it's such a great team to work with as well. Like Ryan's so nice and Zazie's so cool. And, and Terry Crews knows my family really well. So it was all like, it was it was just a great vibe on set. like. And um, it was so it was so interesting to be there and such a high caliber film, but everybody's so relaxed but very professional, you know. Mm. Yeah, it was fan- it was fantastic. So we're, we're so is this? I don't know how much you can tell us, but is this sort of a setup to an X Force spinoff? Is that what we're looking at? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think that it's it's it might be public public knowledge that they're talking about doing an X Force spinoff. Um, I do know that they were do- talking about doing an X Force spinoff. Now I don't know exactly where I'm going to fall in the mix mm-hmm. of that. Um, it's yet to be confirmed, for sure. Like I'm, it's no secret. Like I'm not lying to you about it. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's yet it's yet to be confirmed about what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, no, they're definitely going to run with the X Force. Oh, great! Hundred percent. So, so the other the other discussion that's been um, kind of um, going around the Shatterstar character. I know at one point, because the thing with comic book characters, there's always different iterations. They're always retconning the character. I know that there's one version of Shatterstar who has a male lover, or he's queer, or bisexual, whichever yeah, one. Yeah, Richter. Yeah, Richter. So, do you can His you boy Richter? Yes. Can you say whether they'll be <laughs> leaning into that direction with your character or? Uh, no, that, that I definitely can't, can't say right now, okay. but, um, you know, I mean, I wouldn't put it past, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Ryan and, and these guys. Um, yeah, but I definitely, I, I definitely can't, can't talk about that right now. I don't want to give any spoilers away. Okay. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm happy to be playing him. Mm-hmm. I can say that. That's great. Yeah. I you know, think he's, he's from Mojo world. So he's mm-hmm. from this, this different planet. So, you know, I think. I think he really could be, you know, kind of any any ethnicity, in a sense, um, being that he's an alien, mm-hmm. um, and he was genetically, you know, engineered to be like a warrior. Um, I do think it's cool that 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 they put a a twist on it, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just overwhelmed and happy to happy to be playing him. And I love his swords and I love his outfit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that hair is something. <laughs> I was like, wow. Man, the hair was a lot to deal with. That thing is heavy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's super heavy. <laughs> and they, you know, the the uh, hair and makeup team would stitch it in every day and it was like it would pull on your scalp, so that thing mm. is like really heavy, especially when you're running around and you're fighting. That thing is like uh yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. It was fun though. It was a lot of fun. So how long how long did you shoot um on on Deadpool 2? Um I think I was shooting in Vancouver for I think I was there for like two or three weeks. Okay. So was that before or after Into the Badlands? That was right before. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I I couldn't even tell Al, mm-hmm. the showrunner of Into the Badlands, and he's like, oh, "Are you available this time?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm filming something in, mm-hmm. in, in in Vancouver, but I can't tell you what it is." Yeah, they kept that top secret, and it's usually like these outlets. They're really good about going on set and like kind of spoiling or whatever. I didn't see anything. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they were crazy. Uh, they set up little like fake scenes, so they would have Deadpool uh, like a fake crew mm-hmm. somewhere else where the paparazzi would go to, whereas we would be filming in a different location. I love I mean, it. They're, yeah, they're insane. And then when when we would walk from the trailer mm-hmm. to the actual studio, we would wear these like gigantic uh, cult looking robes. Right. So you can you know like with a big hood, so you can't see like what we're wearing and everything. Yeah, I mean it was it was a uh, it was a mission. Right. To keep it a secret. So so when does Deadpool come out? Deadpool 2? That's May 18th. May 18th. Okay, great. So are yeah. you going to be doing press or like with the jacket yeah, or whatever? I'm going to be in New York for the for the world premiere. Oh, um, great. Yeah, so maybe I can come by and say hi to you guys. But yes. um, yeah, I'll be I'll be in New York for the world premiere. Uh, I forget when it is. I think it's the 13th or 14th. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's, there, there's also some some press releases in L.A. that I'll be doing as well as soon as I'm wrapped. Great, so, great. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. This is your year, man. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I really appreciate it. You know, I mean, I've been working really hard, and, and it's just kind of nice to see the timing of the changing of the way that Hollywood is being interpreted as, as, as far as diversity, as far as the opportunities that we have, and it's coinciding really well with uh, with my own career and my own path, so... It's kind of nice to see and sit back and kind of see how this timing is working out, the interconnectivity of it all. Great. All right. Well, yeah. that's all the time we have. Thank you for calling in. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you, Rebecca. I really appreciate it. I mean, hopefully, maybe we can uh, grab a drink in New York or something. Absolutely. You have. Yes, yes, yes. We'll have to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm, when I yeah. visit L.A., I'm, I'm not joking. I want my training. I mean, Thanks. like I said, I promised you a training <laughs> session, so you're gonna yes. get one for sure. Oh God, I'm, I'm gonna have to get the Bengay <laughs> and the ice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start gonna prepping. I'm gonna start prepping now. I'm gonna start training for the training session. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We'll go easy. But if you want to learn some sword stuff and some boxing, you know, yes, definitely, absolutely. I can definitely show you some stuff. Great. Thank you so much, Lewis. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank you. for joining us for another episode of the spectrum lounge you can find lewis tan on twitter at the lewis tan and on instagram at lewis tan official into the badlands airs on amc sundays at 10 p.m eastern standard time deadpool 2 opens in theaters nationwide friday may 18th you can also find our host rebecca theodore vachon at Film Fatale underscore NYC. Help support the Spectrum Lounge by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash Film Fatale underscore NYC. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Mm-hmm.